sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. say much different on the podcast than I say to you right here. What's the X's and O's that I said on the podcast? You right? Yeah, actually, that's the only real thing I, I noticed that like really stood out, you talked about how to cover White, Smart, and Horford differently between games one and two. That was really only... Oh, yeah, that was just contesting shots. That, if that's X's and O's, then I don't... You reaching for something, it's all good, though. Keep going. Reaching heavy. The only thing... Do you find that they are taking X's and O's away from your, your podcast? Uh, are, well, the only thing you've said is um, White, Smart, and Horford. Horford. I'm not trying to blow it up. I, nah, I mean, you, you went for it, but yeah, hey, respect. Appreciate the podcast uh, promo you just gave me, you though. It, the Draymond Green Show. You Next time, just mention it that way. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. <laughs> Welcome to Opposite Picks on this Thursday, June 9th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls, 844-843-6879. Again, toll free, 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet? It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, Celtics dominate the Warriors who lose the battle and maybe the war as well. Wetzel Black Cloud time tonight. PGA fires back. Don't back down now, Jack. Watson's not backing down. Uh, Don't look now, but here come the Atlanta Braves. Baker and Brown say he's leaving. Aaron says he's staying. We'll get to all those stories plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open and parlays, and of course, opposite picks. Uh, ABC there with the call late in the game about four minutes left Warriors down 12 so no reason why he shouldn't still be in the game but Steph Curry in a little scrum diving for the ball gets rolled into by Al Horford and uh, he tweaks his ankle knee leg something he wasn't very specific about it when asked you know he's just kind of like mm, yeah yeah right, right right around there when they said you know is it your ankle again so who knows what it could be it could be his toe could be his shoulder for all we know about these injuries right so but that would be the war okay it's one thing to lose, to fall down two games to one as they did, but you don't have Steph Curry, you don't have any shot of beating the Celtic team. So we'll see how serious the injury uh, is. Uh, this is the one time that uh, no doubt the Warriors would have preferred three days off, but you only get the two, so uh, he doesn't have as much time to heal as uh, he would have had had this happen after game two when they had three days off. And then it was Draymond Green there talking to with the, with the reporter here. L- l- little lesson, uh, reporters. All right, you know I know our craft is going to a hell in a handbasket here. These guys are so gutless and so stupid but it's not even funny. You have to know who you're asking the question to, and you have to know the tone of the question. Are you challenging, no matter who it is, but Draymond especially, you're challenging him on something he did. So you get, you have to be secure in your position. You have to know, okay, I'm going to have to fire back because this guy's not going to back down. He's going to fire back at me. But the mope who answered or asked that question 
Listen, I'm sure he's all giddy and he's all like, ooh, yeah, my, my, my name is being, uh, and my voice anyway is being thrown all over the country. We're laughing at you, brother. We're laughing at you because you're a boob. If you ask Draymond Green a question, don't give him the out by saying, well, you really didn't say anything that, that bad except how to guard these guys. And then Draymond said, well, I just guarded them. I just said, we got to guard them closer. That, that's not like earth shattering here. You got anything else? And he's like, well, no. Well, 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 what the hell are you asking me then? I mean, you can't ask a question without having some support to it, right? I mean, you can't ask a question saying, hey, is the sky blue? But I know it is kind of blue, but uh, what, what do you think? Is it blue? Because I kind of think it's blue. That's what this guy did. Uh, you, you can't do that with Draymond. You can't do it. You really can't do it with anybody that you're challenging. Like, hey, Draymond, you effed up. Uh, okay, what did I do by effing up? Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You, you just accused me of effing up. You just accused me of like, giving away our secrets on my podcast. So if you're going to ask me that question, you have to have something besides, well, you kind of said that you should guard these guys a little bit tighter. Oh, wow, that's, that's earth-shattering. What a dope. I, I tell you, our craft has gone to a hell in a handbasket. Oh, the good old days when I was uh, going to these games up. Uh, was the greatest reporter since mankind, you know, with the Lou Pinella spitting pizza in my face, nearly getting into a fist fight with uh, with the uh, Sammy Sosa. How about he didn't run out of uh, foul ball? Ah, uh, yeah, the good old days, the good old, good old, good old days. You know, Bill Parcells uh, walking out of a press conference because I asked him about facing the Patriots for the first time at that Monday Night Football game. Yeah, that was uh, that made Monday Night Football TV. Uh, my question did. Uh, that was my first uh, claim to fame. Oh, yeah, I was on uh, Monday Night Football. So uh, now, now now, you get these whips, just whips. Why can't everybody be like me? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do we got NBA last night? Celtics do win, obviously. 116. I pat myself on my back and up there. 116 to 100 over Golden State. A rare, rare, rare basically start-to-finish win by the Celtics. Uh, I, I tell you what. If every game was as easy with the boys in Vegas as last night, boy, we'd all be rich. All, all would be rich. It's just, it's remarkable. When things that are supposed to happen, and I say this all the time, and when they do happen, how easy it is, right? Celtics get trashed, embarrassed, used, and abused in game two. You knew they were going to respond, and you knew they were going to respond early. They do. They win the first quarter. They win the first half. You know the Golden State Warriors pension for coming out strong after halftime. They won the third quarter easily, and then ultimately Boston won the game. We'll break it all down. We got hockey tonight. We're going to use the black cloud we got baseball oh our red Sox are red hot and the angels suck how about that opposite picks right here sports grid radio sirius xm 159 sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Tatum on the drive, kicks it out, smart, corner three. Um, you've heard over the years fans getting on Draymond for various things. What did you think of the chance tonight and the frequency of the chance? Par for the course. Every every arena you kind of get a little something. It's been like that the whole playoffs and every run we've made over the course. The, that's just, he expects it. Um, so no different tonight. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
ABC there with the call, and then Steph Curry on uh, chance against uh, Draymond Green. Uh, listen, Green brings it on, and it, Boston's not the only place that has chance. I don't know what they were chanting. I was doing the game live last night. I, I can only imagine. I'm sure it wasn't good. I'm sure they were throwing some F-bombs. Clay accused them of doing that. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't pretty. You'd like to think that they would be able to watch a basketball game without, you know, going down to that level. But, you know, listen, as long as they're not throwing things, uh, you know, your mother wears army boots, you know, if, that, if that's what it is, then if you're not used to it by now, then uh, I wouldn't make much of it. But uh, Boston does win 116-100. I tell you, this is why you listen to the program. They, they, you know, we give you nothing but winners. We really do. And we may go off on tangents at times, but I tell you what, when I love a game as much as I love some of the plays we gave you yesterday, you have to play it. You just have to. Now, I didn't necessarily love the Celtics. We did give the Celtics out. I wasn't necessarily in love with that, but you did know that they were going to come out strong. And then, like I said before the break, there. They, they won the first quarter. They won the second quarter. They were leading at halftime. Golden State always, always, always wins the third quarter. They did again last night, and then ultimately Boston won the game. But really, what we loved were the props, right? Uh, we gave you three of them, and I gave you them in order, and then uh, oddly enough, the one I liked the least, Horford, didn't come through. But I absolutely, positively, I told you yesterday, love, 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 love Marcus Smart. There's no way Smart was not getting 14 points. He along with Horford and to a lesser extent Williams got criticized for scoring only two points apiece after game two in which they lost they were embarrassed used abused bench fourth quarter there's no way he wasn't going to get 14 points not that he's a 25 point scorer but he is basically the heart and soul of that team and you just knew he was going to respond, and he ended up with 20-plus points. Easy, easy, easy winner on Marcus Smart. That's why you play the game. That's why you listen to opposite picks. And then we told you we loved uh, Clay Thompson as well. Uh, no way was he going to have three bad games in a row. Now, you needed 19 points, so he really needed to come through, but he did. He scored, what, 25 last night? Uh, I, I, was, I would take my chance that this guy, he's too good to lay three eggs in a row. So so especially on the road where he knows he has to step up and he can't count on some of the secondary guys who are generally more comfortable at home. So he goes for 20-plus, easy winner, smart 20-plus, easy winner, Celtics at the half, easy winner, Golden State third quarter, easy winner. Uh, when that happens, like well, like I said, when things that are supposed to happen happen, uh, it is so easy. It is so much fun. Uh, that's why we play. For the uh, six days of aggravation, the one day of winning is what it's all about. Draymond Green. Uh, well, what can you say? Uh, just awful last. Invisible. He had a line score that I don't think I've ever seen, you know, maybe with any player, to tell you the truth. Not only Draymond. There was a point there in the box score where he had played 14 minutes, had no points, no assists, and no rebounds. And then he got a couple of quick rebounds, and then it went to two rebounds. And then he eventually got into the flow of the game. But by that point, I know the Celtics had built themselves a 15 or so point lead. Just unexplicable play from uh, from Draymond. And then you heard the reporter. I don't know what he said in his, his dopey podcast. Um, I, I don't know what he really did reveal or say or, or whatever. But ultimately, it, it doesn't matter. There's no secrets out there. 
<coughs> excuse me, uh, you know, th there's no great adjustment. People, you throw that word adjustments around, like all of a sudden they're throwing in new strategy. Then no, you know, maybe they switch off a little bit, but it's it's nothing crazy. There is nothing you could tell the Celtics that they don't already know about the Warriors and vice versa. So Draymond Green's not revealing any secrets, right? So uh, 15 fouls he has in this series versus 15 points. Now, he's not a big-time scorer. I'll grant you that, but, boy, he stunk in game one. He stunker, stunker, stunker. Last night, game three, two out of the three, out of the one guy. You know, I'll expect this from Wiggins. I'll expect this from Poole. I'll expect this from Looney. Didn't expect it from Draymond Green. And then you hear him afterwards. After having three days off, which is really what pisses me off about this, uh, wanting a good game, you know, he says he just wasn't there, couldn't figure it out. I don't know why I didn't get into a rhythm. It just was basically wasn't there. I mean, how's that possible? It's the NBA Finals. The regular season is so long and so boring, and these guys take off, and Draymond's missed a ton of games this year with injuries. Now, how could you not be mentally prepared for an NBA Finals Game 3 when the series is tied 1-1? I, I don't – you can lose. You can even lose by double digits. I don't understand how the whole team in general – can come out. Celtics were leading by 15 in the first quarter. First quarter. First six minutes of the game, the Celtics were up double digits. How is that possible? I mean, you're off for three days. You're sitting around, you know, doing who knows what. Aren't you, like, super, super, super pumped up to start this game? I can't wait. And then you come out flying. I, I, these athletes today, boy, they just make too much money. I, I'm not begrudging them. Make all you want. Uh, but it, it's just they get spoiled, I really believe, by the money. And if it's there, it's not there. It's, it's got to be desperation. You know, we have to be embarrassed. That's that's the only way we respond. Man, just atrocious. So Celtics win 116-100. to 100. We hit all our props. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, and then funny, before the game, the, the Warriors noticed that the, their basket for warm-ups was a couple of inches too high. It was like 10 inches, 10 feet to 2 inches. I don't know who actually noticed that. Somebody did. They measured it. And now, was that game and ship? You know, <clears throat> maybe they said, okay, we're not going to foul out Draymond, but we're going to make sure their basket is a little off during warm-ups. You know, who knows with the Celtics, right? You know, if, if uh, Red Auerbach was around, I'd say for sure it was done on purpose. I mean, I don't know who adjusts those things, who would adjust it to be 2 inches off, but uh, I did think that was kind of funny last night. All right, Tampa Bay, you know, no NBA tonight. Now, next game is tomorrow night. So now we got uh, hockey, little Tampa Bay versus the New York Rangers. Series is tied at 2. Time to take out the Wetzel Black Cloud. I know the Lightning have won the last two, but uh, every once in a while, once a series, and we're going to use it now, so it's going to be up for Tampa Bay to win game six or seven. Only one black cloud allowed per series, and this is it. I don't want to have the Lightning um, uh, go down 3-2. I, I want to keep the Rangers reeling. So we're going to do all our basic main plays on the New York Rangers. Uh, I, I ask favors every once in a while. This is the one that we're going to do. I can't have the Rangers living in here in New York with the Yankees doing well, the Mets doing well. I can't have the Rangers doing well as well. I, I, I just, it, it just it, I can't do it. Can't do it. I won't be able to live this summer if these dopey Rangers get to the stand. Cup Finals, even if they lose. So we have to make sure. I wish this was a game six uh, in which the Lightning were leading at three to two, but I'll take my chances. Tampa Bay can win game six on their own. So we're betting the New York Rangers tonight to put the Wetzel Black Cloud on them.
How about baseball? Speaking of losing, Angels lose again. 14 straight games. No Mike Trout because he can't run down to first base without pulling a hamstring. They're now five games out of the final playoff spot in the American League. That's saying something. This team was 10 games over 500. Now they can't uh, you know, beat even the Red Sox, who have won now seven in a row. Oh, by the way, 14 straight. And when Mike Trout is needed most again, not going to beleaguer the point. He's nowhere to be found. Amazing. And don't look now, Mets fans. Uh, here come the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies. Both win again last night. Mets lose again last night. Now it's six in a loss column, uh, but a once comfortable double-digit lead in the NL East is down to uh, six and a half, like I said, six in a loss column. Uh, and Atlanta has Pittsburgh coming up, Cincinnati, and the Cubs. So their seven-game win streak could easily be extended here. And the Philadelphia Phillies, I guess they hated Joe Girardi. They win again, 6-10-0 uh, uh, over the Brewers for their 10th uh, straight win. All right, phone calls, 844-843-6879. Coming up next, Opposite Picks, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I drive down the line towards the corner. Cody Bellinger makes no more look right. Boy, both you guys calling your shots tonight. First, it was EK calling the Will Smith home run. And now Nomar picks Bellinger, and he goes deep. Without his fastball. Line into right, that settles down along the line, keeps on rolling. Verdugo to third. Fabulous is going to try to wave him in. Here's the play at the plate, and the throw is up the line, and the Red Sox are on the board. With two down, Bobby Dolbeck shoots one down the right field line to make it one to nothing. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. 844-843-6879, our toll-free telephone number. Nesson with the call as the Red Sox win back-to-back one-nothing game. Boy, when's the last time that's happened? And then uh, Sportsnet LA, the Bellinger home run as the Dodgers figure they were going to respond after losing on uh, Tuesday for nothing uh, in a game that just didn't look like they had any interest at all. No, none at all. And they came back last night and they beat the uh, the White Sox. So they got a getaway day game this afternoon. So uh, a little bit Baseball action. Yeah, Braves red hot, Red Sox red hot, Phillies red hot, Angels ice cold, 14 straight losses. How beautiful is that? Uh, and not having Mike Trout around when they need him the most. And that's the one. And I said the Mets, uh, you know, they're leading now over the Braves down to six in the loss column, seven in the standings, but six in the all-important loss column. But here come the Philadelphia Phillies as well. They've won six in a row. Isn't it amazing? If you're Joe Girardi, boy, you know, there's a part of you that's happy because I'm sure he gets along with a lot of these guys. Then there's got to be a part of him that's like, man, these guys must really hate me. I don't think they won six in a row in the three years he was manager there. I'd have to look it up, but I bet if it did, it didn't happen that often. And uh, although one of the wins was when he was manager, so they won five straight since he got fired, <clears throat> but six straight overall. 
you know, he's got to he's got to be saying, well, let's let's get a three two win in here. You know, these Philadelphia Philly wins of late, uh, you know, they've all been by multiple runs, except when they came back and they beat the Angels in the last game of that series on the walk off home run. But, you know, let, let's get that Phillies bullpen that uh, has given me agit over the last two and a half years. Let the new skipper deal with that. Then we'll see how good this Phillies team is. But, uh, you know, otherwise, he's got to be saying, man, this, this team just. They must have hated me. Just must, just must have hated me. Stankies lose last night. Boy, you talk about a good night for Red Sox fans, huh? Red Sox win. Stankies lose. Trout loses. Celtics win. Not a bad trifecta there, uh, or four, uh, whatever it is. So the Red Sox are now ten and a half back, winning seven straight. And here they come. Uh, Eleven in the loss column. But that's okay. Um, you know, baseball, it's, it's taking a little while, but it's, it's kind of finally kicking itself into gear here. We're finding out who the good teams are, who the bad teams are, who the mediocre, uh, mediocre teams are. And yesterday, another example, you know, example number 5,455,338,754 on why we don't bet afternoon, midday games. Kansas City, biggest waste of human flesh in baseball uniforms, worst record in the majors, actually beats Toronto yesterday afternoon. Can't bet afternoon games. Just can't do it. Even on weekends, I don't like it. It's just too many crazy things occur. It's just seen it a zillion times. I mean, I guess you could bet the underdog. You know, that is the way to go if you're going to do it. But then, you know, you're sitting there on a losing ticket and you're saying to yourself, what am I, nuts? I'm betting the Kansas City Royals? They're, they're 20 games under 500. You know, my local Louis de Lip will call me. I don't have to necessarily call them if I want to put this dopey team in there. So, you know, when they do lose, you, you feel like an idiot. And then when uh, you bet the favorite, they end up losing. You, you know, there was a little conspiracy in there. So, yeah, I, I, I just... I stay away. I, I do stay away. You know, someone sent me a story. We talked about this on uh, Monday or Tuesday this week. I made mention of it. Did you see the video of the boxer who was fighting this weekend? And he actually knocked, uh, we'll just say boxer A, knocked boxer B out of the ring. You know, and that happens sometimes. You know, you, you're fighting against the ring and he falls through the ropes, right? So boxer B falls through the ropes. Boxer A, you know, stands in the middle of the ring and then uh, the referee steps in and, and gets the guy back in the ring. Well, as he's getting the guy back in the ring, boxer A, he's remember, he's the one that knocked boxer B out of the ring. Starts trying to box the referee. And the referee's like, what the fudge are you doing? Hello, anybody home? So the referee steps to the side and boxer A now starts shadow boxing to nobody in the corner. Like he's punching a ghost. And the other guy, remember the, the guy that got knocked through the ring, he's standing there saying, what the heck is going on? The referee saying, what is going on? To his credit, he calls off the fight, right? And the guy who got knocked through the ring ends up being a winner. Well, long story short here, it's a sad story, and I'm not, I'm not laughing at it, but uh, that boxer, he died. Yeah, little, little uh, Dooku Kim action, if you remember that, with Ray Mancini way back when. He died. He had a, a, a brain bleed. Something happened. You know, they, they looked at the fight. They really said they couldn't really find anything. Uh, you know, they hit, hit heads. They butted heads somewhere along the line. But he got an injury during the fight, and uh, he died later on in the hospital. Wow, 24 years old. How sad is that? How sad is that? But, you know, if you saw that video, you know, we're all kind of laughing at it. But in, in the end, these sports... You know, I, I'm not a big, oh, this is barbaric, we should end this stuff type of guy. 
Although I do say that about MMA, I am shocked someone hasn't really seriously, seriously got hurt with that dopey sport. Uh, I mean, that is that is barbaric. Boxing, at least, there you know, there's pads uh, in, in those uh, gloves, but... Man, how, how strange is that? Uh, a couple of other things here before we get to our picks and our opposite picks uh, as well. Uh, Deshaun Watson not uh, backing down. See, he sent out a tweet or an Instagram or whatever, social media message about the latest allegations. He wrote, I'll read it verbatim because his English is not good. See, the blogs can't break me down. See, I'm the voice I don't reply, but the rumors y'all done heard, I'm a humbly deny, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Deshaun. South Carolina education here, huh? Let's try that one more time. See, the blogs can't break me down. I guess a lot of people are blogging about how he's a mope. See, I'm the voice. I'm not sure what that necessarily means. I don't reply, but the rumors y'all done heard. Clemson education. I'm a humbly deny. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's the face of the franchise for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I guess that's his way of saying, don't believe the allegations. I'm innocent. It's funny how you can go on a blog and do this stuff. It's funny how you go on social media. Because a couple of weeks ago, you're telling the media at your press conference, you know, I'd love to be able to talk about this stuff. I really would. But, gee, I just can't because I got all these lawsuits pending here. So my lawyers say I can't talk about it. But, boy, I really would love to clear my name because I'm innocent, you know. So, you know, you would think if you're innocent, you could say and do just about anything. But apparently that's not the case unless it comes to social media. Unbelievable. Although I, I must say, you know, with the uh, the Cardi B story that we brought up yesterday, I think I'm flipping on this. I really am. I, I think, you know, take out Cardi B's WAP song. Read those lyrics and you tell me how that's okay to sing that garbage in a song. But what the Sean Watson did is, is so wrong. Who knows? What a sick world. Cleveland Browns, meanwhile, have uh, given Baker Mayfield permission to stay away. Best for both parties, they said. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I'm Baker, I'm not doing that. I am going into Brown's camp, and I am talking to the media like I'm the starting quarterback. I said this a couple of weeks ago. If he really wants out, and obviously he does, and he wants to be able to negotiate with any team for any price, he wants the Browns to release him because his contract is guaranteed. He doesn't necessarily want to be traded. I'm, I'm saying, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm showing up. I got a contract, and I'm going to be there, and I'm going to talk to the media, and I'm going to talk about the, the Sean Watson and how he's the face of the franchise, and look at all the allegations against him, and I I still want to be the man. I'm I'm doing everything humanly possible to make sure this is uncomfortable for the Browns so they release him. Aaron Rodgers, meanwhile, confirmed he's going to finish his career in Green Bay. Yeah, uh, that's that's uh, not really a surprise. And uh, glad it wasn't about the money part two. Two days ago, Aaron Donald, after days of telling the media that not about the money, not about the money, not about the money, signs for the highest paid player outside of a quarterback in NFL history. But it wasn't about the money, no. Cooper Cup all summer long. Not about the money, not about the money, not about the money. No, I don't have to be the highest paid player. No, not about the money. 
Uh, signs for a guaranteed $75 million, $110 million extension over five years, making him the highest paid guaranteed money play uh, uh, player given to an NFL wide receiver. But it wasn't about the money. No, 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 not about, no, no, it wasn't about the money. It was about the respect. That, that, that's what it is. About the respect. <laughs> these guys, these guys, uh, I'll tell you. And same thing with the golfers right here real quickly. You know, they asked the guys who are flipping over to the LIV, you know, why are you doing this, blah, 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 blah. And they all say the same thing. Well, I'm, I'm doing what's best for my, my family. You know, that that's the out now. Blame it on the family. Blame it on the poor wife. Blame it on the poor five-year-old kid. You know, he he's the one that, that uh, is going to take the brunt of you flipping over to this uh, Saudi group, right? Just to say for what it is. Just, just say it. Listen, they're giving me $100 million to stand there and smile. What are, what are you kidding me? Do we do business in China? Yeah. Do we do business in all these other countries that treat their people like garbage? Yeah. You know what? So why should we be different with this? Go, go pick on everybody else. If we're going to pick on one, we got to pick on everybody, right? I mean, just be honest about it. They're paying me $100 million to stand here and smile. I mean, who's turning that down? Everyone has a price. That's my price. I wasn't going to do it for $99 million, but they said $100 million, so that was, there you go. That's why I'm doing it. Yes, that's why we, we play golf. We play golf not for the enjoyment of the game. We play golf to make money. And they could still play in the majors anyway. So I wish the athletes would just be honest about it. Curry, you know, or uh, the, the wide receiver in, in uh, Donald. Yeah, it was about the money. In the end, it was about the money. Blame me. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those padded pencils, get set for the fastest, and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks and newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Well, because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, three and four yesterday, but we did have an underdog winner, so the deficit wasn't too too bad uh we're now 216 up 247 down minus 2200 uh if you've gone opposite so we need to uh, make some money here we're going to start in the national hockey league tonight where tampa bay uh is minus 125 versus the rangers pivotal game five eastern conference finals rangers are eight and one at home this postseason but that's okay uh tampa bay has corrected any issues that ailed them in games one and two when they lost in new york get one games three and four they got all the momentum in the world world uh, i do like tampa bay but we're gonna put the black cloud we're going opposite pick on the new york rangers plus 105 Pick number two, Dodgers laying a buck 20. I can't believe this line at Chicago against the White Sox. You know, I like the Dodgers in this series, so I'll play them again despite losing game one. They did bounce back and win last night game two. Rubber game with their three-game set. Dodgers send 7-0 Tyler Anderson to the hill. This after sending 6-0 Tony Gonsolin uh, to the hill last night. Think about that. Now, that's two pitchers, a combined 13-0. If I told you before the season, 
season that the Dodgers would have two pitchers in the in the rotation back to back, undefeated, six and zero and seven and zero. And I told you that uh, one of them would not be uh, Walker Bueller, one of them would not be Clayton Kershaw, and one of them would not be Julio Urias. I think you'd say you're nuts, but uh, that is the case. Uh, they're, they're five and six pitchers or four and five pitchers, depending how you want to look at it, are undefeated. Anyway, love the Dodgers here. Uh, give me the White Sox and even. Pick number three, uh, San Francisco laying a run and a half against uh, Colorado. Uh, Giants are now 21 and six against the Rockies the last two and a half years, including 13 and two their last 15 meetings. Now they did uh, lose game one of this series. They were able to bounce back, win an extra innings last night. Rockies still have the fewest road wins in the league at eight. Love, 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 love Colorado here laying a run and a half, or uh, San Francisco laying a run and a half. Uh, give me Colorado uh, plus the one and a half runs. Pick number four, Washington plus 115 at Miami. What's this? Has Mr. Vegas lost his mind actually suggesting putting American money on the last place Washington Nationals on the road, no less? I am. Why? Because Steven Strasburg makes his return. Now, normally I do play against pitchers coming off the DL, but he's had three stellar starts in the minors to prep for this game. And as bad as Washington is, let's not forget the Marlins have only three more wins than the Nationals. So it's not exactly like they're facing the 1927 uh, New York Yankees here. Love, 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 love the Nats with Strasburg getting odds. Uh, give me the uh, give me the Marlins uh, minus the uh, 135. Uh, pick number five: Cleveland Indians against the Oakland A's. Indians uh, laying a buck seventy, according to FanDuel. Uh, one team we don't mind continuing to go against: Oakland. They have now lost 11 of their last 12, including eight in a row. They are atrocious. Guardians playing some good ball of late. They're seven and three. Their last 10 games, three games over 500 at home, which is where this game is. And ultimately, you just have to keep on playing against the Oakland A's. Love Cleveland tonight. And give me Oakland uh, plus the uh, 140. Pick number six, Atlanta, laying a run and a half against Pittsburgh. After a slow start, as I mentioned, Braves are starting to turn things around. They've won seven straight with pathetic Washington and the Cubs up next after this four-game series against Pittsburgh. Braves have a real good chance to keep this uh, run rolling here. Pirates, meanwhile, just got swept by Detroit at home. <laughs> They're going to be no match for the Braves. Love Atlanta. Lay the run and a half. No big deal. Uh, give me Pittsburgh uh, plus the one and a half runs. Pick number seven, Boston plus 110 uh, at uh, the LA Angels. Hey, I told you yesterday and I told you on Tuesday and I'll continue to tell you. Greatest sports axiom of all time is in play. Winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks. Angels have now lost 14 straight games. 14 in a row. Red Sox going for the four-game series sweep. I know that is real tough to do, but and Otani's on the hill for the Angels. You know, probably their best pitcher next to Syndergaard. But you know what? You cannot possibly bet against a team uh, on a 14-game uh, losing streak. You can't bet against that streak. Eh, give me the Angels uh, minus the 130. 
opposite picks. Uh, seven pack on the ice. We'll start. We'll grab the Rangers uh, plus 105 against Tampa Bay. We're taking the White Sox even against the uh, much better Dodger team. We're taking the Colorado Rockies plus a run and a half against San Fran despite the Giants being 21 and 6 against the Rocks last 27 uh, meetings. We're taking the Marlins uh, minus 135 against Washington despite Strasburg being on the hill for the Nats. We're taking the god awful pathetic uh, Oakland A's plus a 140 uh, despite losing eight straight against Cleveland. We're taking Pittsburgh plus the run and a half against the Atlanta Braves who have won seven in a row and uh, pains me to say it but give me the uh, LA Angels uh, you know minus no less the 130 uh, despite losing 14 straight. Opposite picks for a uh, Thursday June 9th. Good luck folks. And there you go. Uh, as always, post those uh, on the websites, oppositepicks.com, uh, with all the other little things that we give you, which we will start giving you right now. Let's check out our pyramid plays from yesterday. This is the segment where we give you the best play from uh, that particular sport. In this case, uh, we'll start with the, the NBA. Yesterday, we won with Boston. Yesterday, we won with over props, 13 and a half. Uh, no NHL games yesterday. We gave you the Red Sox as the best baseball play, and we gave you, if you're only going to play one, the play of the day was over 13 and a half. Marcus Smart. So our numbers right now, NBA, 28, 28, and two. Not bad. Uh, not good, but not bad. NBA props, 24 and 29. So five games under. NHL best play, 38 and 29. Uh, good for plus 310 bucks if you're a $100 player. NHL props, 39 and 25. Good for 1,030 bucks if you're a $100 player. Best baseball play, 24 and 14. Good for 930 bucks. Uh, play of the day, if you only do that, you're 40 and 23. Good for $1,067. And then shots on goal, which we haven't had, uh, you know, or didn't have yesterday, uh, we're, we're up uh, $4,800. Again, if you're a $100 player. So, where are we going to go tonight, you ask? NBA, obviously, no game. NHL, Putting a black cloud on the Rangers. Oh, yes. Uh, Ranger fans, like it or not, your team is not winning tonight. Give me the Rangers plus 105 versus Tampa Bay. NHL props. We're going to go over two and a half shots on goal. Mikhail uh, Zabinajad for the Armika uh, Zabinajad for the Rangers. He's three and one in this series. He's really been on fire. He's had five shots, five shots, two and seven. So I will take the, my chances. The Rangers are coming up flying uh, after losing these last two games. They're due. I don't know. I don't think they win per se. I hope they don't win. That's why we're putting a black cloud on them. But uh, I would be surprised. Zbigniew has been the main guy for the Rangers. He leads them in shots on goal with 60 for the entire postseason. He'll get three. Baseball best play. Boy, we got some good ones. You know, we can continue to go with the Red Sox. We could go against the Oakland A's. We could go with the Stankies against the Twinkies. But after much debate, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves laying a run and a half. And I don't generally lay run and a half for our best play, but uh, the, the odds are just too huge with some of these games. So you got you have to. So give me Atlanta laying a run and a half. Minus 135, no less, against Pittsburgh. So I, I think the Braves, they're, like I said, they're playing their best ball of the season, and I, I can't see Pittsburgh stepping in, in front of them for that. If you're only going to play one, uh, what would it be? What would it be? Uh, I would say it's the Atlanta Braves. But we're going to go there. If you're really only going to play one, if you're really a smart, better, wise guy, doing things the right way, all that mumbo-jumbo, you know, 
Give me Atlanta evenly in the run and a half. I, I think we're going to sweep the table. Well, hopefully the Rangers lose. But I think uh, the Zabitajad one comes through as well. So, uh, But we'll go Atlanta Braves. That, that would be our best play of the day. Our other baseball plays uh, and shots on goal, I'll post those on the website. We're probably going to use Kreider. He's two and a half. We're going to use the Zabitajad. Obviously, he's two and a half. And... You know, Tampa Bay doesn't have – this is why I haven't done it. I've got a few emails like how come I'm not, like, throwing out the, uh, the the shots on goal as much as I used to. Um, because Tampa Bay really doesn't have that many great shot on goal guys. They have a lot of good guys, obviously, you know, but they don't have anybody that averages three shots on goal. And that's really what I look for. I look for a guy who averages over three and FanDuel posts their numbers at two and a half. They have a lot of guys that average two and a half, but – it, it doesn't do you any good if that's what they're posting a line. You're not you're not really getting any advantage. Doesn't mean you can't bet it, but but that's why I haven't harped on it as as much in that series. Colorado, we we played it a lot, so hopefully uh, you know things open up here a little bit uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals, and we'll go back to throwing some more out there. But uh, I will post those. But we're going to use Kreider for the Rangers, and we we'll use this a bit of Jad, and I'll, I'll try and pick out one or two uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. And the series has been low so- scoring, so. We've had some shots on goal, but I like to doing these uh, point props. But it's tough to do in this series. All right, so the other baseball plays, we went one and four. Lost with the Astros, lost with the Mets, laying a run and a half, lost with St. Louis, lost with the Yankees, although we did with the Red Sox. So uh, we, we lost 300 bucks, uh, $100 players. So we're 64 up, 98 down, minus $1,567. So we're going to hop right back on those teams today. One last time, finish out the series of the series that are still uh, alive. And uh, hopefully we can uh, salvage something. Uh, if lightning strikes, we lost. Lightning didn't strike. Nationals lost. Twinkies uh, did win. Oakland lost. Rockies lost. So we went one and three. That's not getting it done. So we uh, are now down to 180 bucks. So we got four more chances here uh, to get this done. So tonight we're going to go with the Twinkies plus 176 against the Stanks. Pittsburgh plus 225 against Atlanta, Colorado plus 225 against Sam Fran, and Oakland plus 154 against Cleveland. If lightning strikes and all four of those teams win, hence if lightning strikes, we only got five bucks on it, but it'll pay $365. And we told ourselves we would go to 200 and then we'll just bail off if this doesn't work. So we got a couple more left. Our open parlay good news did hit as we used Marcus Smart's point total. So we had $140 to win $130. We won, so we're up to $270. Where are we going to go tonight, Scott? We're going to put it on Atlanta. We're not going to get greedy. I, I could lay the run in half, but uh, I promised myself I'm not going to get greedy. So we'll do Atlanta minus 260 versus Pittsburgh, $270 to win $98. And this is leg number three. Remember, we do this six times, so we have plenty of time to, uh, to gather up steam and, and get this into the thousands. Our six-team $25 underdog open parlay won again yesterday with the Red Sox. So now we're up to $161. We could tempt fate because the Red Sox are getting it. 108 uh, odds tonight. But remember that black cloud I told you? We're putting $161 on the New York Rangers to win 174 against Tampa Bay. Yep, black cloud time on the Rangers. Let's roll it over. Opposite picks. We'll close up shop with a couple of more thoughts and tidbits right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wessel on the SportsGrid Radio Network. All right, a couple things here before we close up shop. So, yeah, the baseball played. Now, there are some afternoon games, and I generally don't play, as I told you, afternoon games. But uh, it's part of our little system here. Welcome back, Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio. So, we are going to play St. Louis. I do think they're live dogs. I don't think they're going to get swept by Tampa Bay. So, they always, you're getting a buck 42 against uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Devil Dogs there. So, you got the Red Sox later on tonight, and then you got the Yankees uh, laying the run and half runs against Minnesota. Those are our three uh, baseball uh, plays, our general plays. Uh, a couple little stories here before we uh, leave you. First up, Adrian Martinez, former Nebraska quarterback, uh, talking to the Big 12 Network uh, on why he transferred to Kansas State. Now, I happen to be a Nebraska fan, otherwise you probably don't care, but he's talking about how he wants to play for a team that's going to win and it will play in a bowl game. Uh, because that's the narrative against him that he's never been in a bowl game and he's never been on a winning team. So he's ripping basically Nebraska and he thinks he's going to have a better flight over at Kansas State. Yeah, in Nebraska, uh, I hate to break it to you, Adrian, but uh, Nebraska hasn't gone to a bowl game and won a big time game uh, in four years because you are the problem, not the answer. And you're going to have the same issue uh, in, in Kansas State. What a joke. Can't believe he's trying to blame everybody else. He sucks. Uh, Washington defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio apologizing after calling the uh, the riots at the Capitol a dust-up. See, once again, the left, the woke, is more, more concerned about a, a, a dopey expression dust-up versus his point that he was trying to make. You, you, you're just never going to win in this society. You, you're just never going to win. And then last night, the WNBA game between uh, the Liberty and in Minnesota, I guess two nights ago, a group of topless pro-choice protesters rushed onto court during halftime. Uh, ladies, I hate to break it to you, but maybe if you kept your top on, you wouldn't have to necessarily worry about getting an abortion. I, I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe that would be your solution to having the ability to kill somebody. All right. Uh, that'll do it for them. Maybe. Hopefully we didn't get into too much trouble today. Uh, pro football full circle. Joe Lisi, Ben Stevens coming up next right here on Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM 159. We'll talk to you tonight on In Game Live. Enjoy your... 